It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is April 4th, 2019. My name is Philip Rostenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. And of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll talk all about the Magic's win over the New York Knicks. Now that they've climbed into 8th place in the Eastern Conference, into a tie for 7th place in the Eastern Conference, and now trail the Detroit Pistons by a half game for sixth in the Eastern Conference, but of course, just a half game above the cut line with the Miami Heat in tow. We'll talk about all of that, plus the Magic just finding ways to win the most important thing that they have to do this year. But before we do any of that, I want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network by searching on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, the Himalaya app, or anywhere you download podcasts for Lockdown and the team you're looking for. Looking to get a leg up on the Atlanta Hawks after their big upset win over the Philadelphia 76ers? Check out Locked On Hawks. Looking to get a leg up on the competition? You got Locked On Heat, Locked On Pistons, Locked On Nets as well. There's a podcast covering every single NBA team, so no matter who you're looking to listen to, especially with the playoffs coming up, you can get a local expert telling you everything you need to know, the big issues with their teams every day on the Locked On Podcast Network. Plus, national perspective on Locked On NBA as well as Fantasy Basketball with Locked On Fantasy Basketball. You can find all these podcasts on iTunes or search on the Himalaya app to get your podcast delivered directly to your device every single day. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. Before the game, Steve Clifford uh, was not going to overlook the New York Knicks. He wasn't going to say, you know, this team we should beat, and I'm guilty of this because I said that. I said this is a team that if the Magic play the way they know they can play, they should be able to beat this team pretty easily. But there have been issues with the Magic for sure, and against this Knicks team specifically, the Knicks have just frustrated the Magic in a a lot of ways, really. You know, first two meetings, Orlando kind of pulled away early and, and never looked back. The third meeting, of course, Orlando started to do that, and then the Knicks came back, and Orlando could never get their offense moving again. This team that's given Orlando some fits defensively too. I think the Knicks have scored more than 100 in all three of the on all three of the previous matchups. So, despite the seeming lopsided nature of this game, this was not an opponent to overlook. This was not an opponent the Magic could say to themselves, "Oh, just show up and win or play offense and win." That's not what's going to work. And that's indeed what didn't work in this game. Orlando was slow out of the gate. Their defense was not great, not bad. I would say I think they were they were in engaged, but it wasn't good enough. And their offense couldn't get shots to go down. The Magic seemingly were trying to do a little too much, could get maybe things a little too easily, and were trying to be a little too unselfish at times. But the Orlando bench came in and changed all that. Michael Carter Williams provided a ton of energy. Aaron Gordon got himself going. Evan Fournier got himself going. And slowly but surely, the Magic built a lead. 
That lead disappeared in the third quarter. As again, defensive problems persisted. The Magic struggled to defend, struggled to keep guys out of the paint, struggled to keep guys off the free throw line. But Terrence Ross happened. Terrence Ross happened and changed the game in about a minute and five seconds. That's how long it took Ross to hit three three-pointers and turn a two-point game into an 11-point game. Each three leading the, the announced sellout crowd, hungry for more, anticipating the next one. And by the time the quarter ended, the building was in a bit of a frenzy. The Orlando Magic had an 11-point lead, and that was enough. New York tried to switch a lot and, and, and got caught in a lot of mismatches. Orlando finally was able to dump it down to Nikola Vucevic and dig themselves out. They were finally able to take advantage of that matchup and make the right play. And so at the end of the day, Orlando had what felt in some respects like a fairly comfortable win, a 114-100 win over the New York Knicks. It was not that comfortable. In fact, its game was weird in that sense because Orlando did do a good job defensively. They did hold New York to just 100 points. They did do... The, the, statistically, they looked fine. The Knicks tried to muck this game up. They slowed the pace down. They forced Orlando to play through the post. Um, they forced Orlando out of rhythm and out of their offense, and that showed in the poor shooting percentages. But the Magic still won this game fairly comfortably. They were able to make enough shots, make enough stops to get this one done. Is this how the Magic need to play with the playoffs clearly in focus? No, absolutely not. This is not how the Magic need to play. Um, there are hints of it at times, but certainly not sustainable enough, and, and Atlanta is going to provide a much different challenge on Friday. Was it good enough for this night? Yes. And that's ultimately what matters most. Because we're at the stage of the season, and, and we'll talk about this more in a bit, we're at the stage of the season where wins matter more than anything else. It doesn't matter how you get to the number, just that you get there. And we can talk about building long-term habits and all that when we're playing next weekend. But this was a big day for Orlando. Much like an election night, you, you, you finish your job, you come home, and you watch the returns. And one by one, the Magic got results that they needed. Detroit lost to Indiana without Blake Griffin. The Nets lost to the Raptors. And then finally, the Heat lost to the Celtics. Completely changing and jumbling the Eastern Conference playoff picture. Now the Magic sit in the Catbird seat in eighth, a half game ahead of the Heat. Now the Magic sit tied with the Brooklyn Nets for seventh. Brooklyn owns the tiebreaker. And they sit just a half game behind Detroit for sixth. Once again, it feels like there are so many more possibilities for this team. But they've still got work to do. They've still got a lot of work to do. And they can't sit on that, those laurels. It's nice to be in control of your own destiny again, but you're only in control of your destiny so long as you win. And if there is a lesson to be learned, from this game, from the net last stretch of games, from the next three games, it's that it doesn't matter how you get the job done. Get the job done. And that's the real pressure the Magic are facing.
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Before we dive into anything else, so let's run through the final stats for you real fast. A couple of just interesting performances. This was just a really weird game. Orlando shoots 45.5% from the floor, 11 for 32 from beyond the arc. They get 13 of 20 from the foul line, 19 offensive rebounds for 22 second chance points, just 8 for 20 on second chance opportunities. They get 60 points in the paint. Um, just a really strange game. Orlando did a lot of really good things offensively, but it just did not feel like a typical Orlando win. It didn't feel like what Orlando typically does when they win basketball games. Nikola Vucevic had 29 points on 11 for 21 shooting, 6 for 8 from the foul line, 13 rebounds, including 5 offensive rebounds. Did a really good job uh, establishing his presence in the paint. I think Orlando realized very quickly New York was going to switch on every screen. So they would find a way to get Mitchell Robinson away from the basket. And that was absolutely key. Mitchell Robinson has had a field day against this Magic team, blocking shots. Orlando feels comfortable and confident kind of challenging him. He had only two blocks in this game, changed a few, but wasn't, but you know, he's easily drawn out of position. And so with the Knicks switching everything, Orlando got him physically out of the paint. And that opens up some driving lanes for Evan Fournier, for whoever, but it also opened up the post-up game for Nikola Vucevic. Far too often, he was being guarded by a smaller player. And, and you'd see like Kevin Knox hurry over and try and switch on to Vucevic so that there'd at least be some size against him. And Vucevic did a really nice job defending, def- or not defending, but did a really nice job establishing his post position and working the post, and, and obviously the high point total is a good sign of that. I thought defensively, again, he was a little bit off. Just wasn't meeting guys physically, wasn't uh, 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 getting up and picking rolls, um, trying, you know, kept good contact with, with Mitchell Robinson, so I don't want to say it was all bad, but I, I think that Vucevic... Is, still, is kind of falling back into the bad habit of not setting a strong line. I think teams are starting to attack him a little bit better. Um, overall, I think they're, they're, they're picking up on keys that, that, that he has, and, 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 and that's obviously going to be a big problem in the playoffs. I think we're going to see exactly what kind of problem that is in the playoffs and how the Magic counter that or, or try to hide that. Um, but it's going to be really, really tough. And, and I think, or hopefully we'll see that in the playoffs. I don't want to, I don't want to assume that we will. Um, but, but Vucevic was very good on offense mediocre to poor on defense, and that's obviously something that's that's going to have to change again. Did a great job on the glass, so don't want to take that too much away from him. Aaron Gordon, 19 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, 7 for 14, shooting 3 for 4 from beyond the arc, an odd 2 for 6 from the foul line. Um, early on, the Magic were trying to set up Aaron Gordon in the post more than Vucevic, and Gordon really struggled with that for some reason. He just not an, not an effective post player at all. He was a lot better when he moved away from the basket, started facing up guys and taking them off the dribble, and, and again, Kind of working the working the ball to keep it moving. Um, you know, I think that that's that's just a big key for Orlando in general. Is it, this game just felt weird? And again, it wasn't a way that tip, the Magic typically win games. It just felt weird because Orlando wasn't able to move the ball. They were they were trying to target specific matchups because of the switching that was done, and, and it just felt like Orlando was happy to be out of this game just because New York defends so weirdly and in such a, a different style than than a lot of teams would do so. So. Aaron Gordon played 40 minutes, playing a lot of minutes these days. The Magic really, really trust him. 
um, but did so effectively, I thought, um, for the most part. Scored well, uh, was fairly efficient. Um, once he figured out, figured out, figured out some things from early in the game, um, offensively was very good. Defensively, though, he really struggled for some reason. Mario Azonia, 29 points, 11 for 22, shooting 9 rebounds, 5 assists. Not all of that on Aaron Gordon, so make that perfectly clear. Um, he did do some good things there as well, but Hazonia was getting guys off the dribble, was getting into the center of the paint, and, and I honestly, I just think Orlando did a fairly poor job of keeping guards away from the paint. They were lucky New York missed a lot of threes in the first half. I think that's how they were able to stake a little bit of a lead, uh, but they were able to make in the in the second, and that helped draw them back into the game. That's that's what really got New York um, it, to cut into that lead, and, and Orlando was kind of holding on for, for dear life until... Terrence Ross came alive. Terrence Ross finishing with 23 points, 9 for 14, shooting 5 for 10 from beyond the arc, 5 assists as well. I thought this was a really nice Terrence Ross game. It wasn't just about the big threes that he hit at the end of the third quarter. Um, I think Terrence Ross, you know, is very confident in his shot and, and, and can get it off so quickly that he'll sometimes just turn a corner and fire. And I, I know I've described this, this sensation a few times, that I think this game, he didn't always turn that corner looking to shoot. Um, you know, he kind of knew where the defender was and, and, and paused when he needed to pause and, and, and didn't try and just shoot everything that he touched. He moved the ball effectively, um, and then that got him open for the three-pointers that he got. So, uh, really, I think a really strong Terrence Ross game overall. Uh, Evan Fournier had 16 of his 19 points in the first half, did a really good job attacking off the dribble, um, getting guys to jump and, and getting pump fakes and driving to the basket that way uh, with a clear runway. Um, great spot-up shooting, a really nice Evan Fournier game. Jonathan Isaac, a strange game. 3-for-16 shooting, missed all six of his three-pointers, nine rebounds for six points for him. Two blocks, was was really active defensively. He had his struggles on his own, you too, but was really active defensively from the beginning. He was looking to block shots, kind of taking himself out of position at times, um, but just couldn't get a shot to go down. Just a weird game on that front. Orlando shoots 45.5% from the floor, 11-for-32 from beyond the arc. 19 offensive rebounds for 22 second-chance points. Orlando turns the ball over 14 times for 21 New York points. The Knicks, led in scoring by Mario Azonia, a career-high for the former Magic draft pick. 29 points, 11 for 22 shooting, 1 for 5 from beyond the arc, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. Emmanuel Moutier with 13 points, 7 rebounds, 10 assists on 3 for 13 shooting. Kevin Knox, the Tampa native, with 21 points. Mitchell Robinson with 12 points, 2 blocked shots. New York shoots 44.7% from the floor, 6 for 27 from beyond the arc, but they are unable to overcome the magic at the end. Orlando with enough defense and enough key shot making to pull the pull away in this one. Orlando defeats New York 114 to 110. And you know, the, the Orlando Magic have created a very nice home court advantage. Orlando won their eighth straight home game for the first time since the 2010-2011 season. Um, they have t- turned the Amway Center into a fortress, and it's really unfortunate that th- there's just one home game left. Just one home game Friday against the Atlanta Hawks, and it is a big one. The Magic have to win that game. I'll, I'll say that again. The Magic have to win that game. They probably still have to win two of these final three to guarantee themselves a playoff spot, and hey, finish at 500. Would you look at that? But if you want to turn your home into a fortress and protect your home, there's a, a one really good way to do that. And that's to use the WISE camera. WISE, W-Y-Z-E, is the indoor camera that does it all. It's packed with premium features that allows you to see everything from anywhere for only $20. 1080p full HD. 
images so clear you won't miss a thing, plus night vision and two-way audio. Wise's mission is to bring amazing smart home products that are accessible to everyone. Check on your home anytime with Wise App's live stream. You can connect to life as it unfolds in sharp focus with live stream and eight times digital zoom. Plus, Wise offers free rolling 14-day cloud storage. That means your stuff stays on the web for up to two weeks and no subscription is necessary. This is all about affordability, so you get this camera for $20 a month, and you can use it for so many things around the home. I don't own a home, so I don't have to do all these things, Things, but I'm told that, that it's a good good way to do this. You can watch your kids. I, I don't have kids, so I don't have to worry about that, but keep an eye on the kids when you're away. Make sure they're doing their homework. Bird watching outside. Who doesn't love that? Watch food in the kitchen while you're in the study. That's fantastic. Don't want that food to, don't want that food to burn. Or burn your house down, even. Watch over your water softener to know when you need more salt. Watching plants grow through time lapse. That's fun, too. And, of course, keep an eye on contractors when they are at your home while you are at work. Want more? They got that, too. For just $10 more, Wise Campan gives you 360 degrees coverage in under three seconds. Life moves fast. Your camera should, too. 110 degree per second rotation speed, 360 degree horizontal range, 93 degree vertical range. Patrol your room with PanScan by setting the camera's patrol route with up to four custom waypoints. Track the action because WiseCampan automatically detects tags and tracks motion within its field of view. Keeping up with life in real time has never been so easy. It works with Alexa, and again, they offer free rolling 14-day cloud storage. Go to wise.com, wise, W-Y-Z-E, dot com, slash locked, to get the guaranteed lowest price. You get this camera for $20 per camera and then an extra $10 if you want some of those special features. Check it out at wise.com, W-Y-Z-E slash locked. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Aaron Gordon said it best, and I think we all know this. With the Magic only now having a half-game lead over the Heat. In the pole position, mind you, but precariously so. It's very clear that these last three games all feel like must-win games. I've noted it before. Very In a very real way, the playoffs have already arrived for the Orlando Magic. they got to find a way to win these games and get into the field. And there's pressure and all that jazz... And you come back in the locker room, whether you win or lose, and you're watching other team scores. You're, you're trying to see where you stand in the table. And no one is under the impression that this is any different. The number one priority for the Magic right now is quite simple. They have to win. Period. Full stop. Winning is the only thing that matters. Give up 115 points, you better score 160. Now, no one on the Magic will say, and, and would it would be accurate to say this, 
No one on the Magic would say that that, that kind of a game, a shootout-type game like that, is one the Magic are likely to be successful in in the long run, whether it's the playoffs or whether it's over three games. If the Magic are giving up 120 points per 100 possessions like they did the previous three games, they're more likely to go 1-2 and two than they are 2-1. and one. They're more likely to lose all three games than they are to win all three games. And so this is not to ignore that the Magic have to play a certain style. The statistics would suggest the Magic played some pretty good defense on the Knicks on Wednesday. And to some extent, I would agree with that. To some extent, I would. But I would also say that they gave up a lot too. It didn't, again, it it never really felt like a strong Magic game. But the most important thing about that game, the most important thing about the way Wednesday's game developed, is the Magic were presented with a challenge, a unique challenge. One that they had their struggles with, that they had to fight and, and claw their way through. That they had to change a, a little bit of how they played to get there. And they responded to that challenge and found a way to get the win. No, every game is going to be different. Uh, but, you know, we got a plan that we got to stick to. And, you know, no matter what, who we're playing, you know, we, we know what we want to do offensively. We know what we want to do defensively. So, I mean, we just that's the big part is trying to figure out how you're going to win it because, you know, every game is going to be different. And that, of course, is going to be part of the challenge of the playoffs. When, when the Magic get to the playoffs – Yes, teams have their core identities, and that's what everything is built around. Or Again, if the Magic get to the playoffs, but that's what their core identities are built around. But you have to do wrinkles to, to match up, to, to take advantage of weaknesses the other team presents, to, to lessen their strengths, to uh, not go into do, to the teeth of what they do. And in, in a weird way, this game against the Knicks was exactly that. New York put a junk defense out there to try and slow down the Magic and give themselves a chance. And Orlando had to still do what they do and stick to their principles, but they also had to tweak it and change it to find a way to win. And ultimately, when you get to the playoffs, it's not about process over results. I know I've said that on this show a million times. It's process over results. Do things the right way and... Results will come, and more often than than not, you'll get the result that you want if you do things the right way. In the playoffs and at this time of year, it doesn't matter how you get to the the result. The result is what matters. You got to pick up those wins. You got to find a way again and again and again, different ways. Whatever you have to do that night, you have to deliver. You have to find a way to deliver that win, that victory, to get your team over the hump. The Magic are in a playoff race that is as tight as it can be. Where, as several players said, when you win, you feel like you're going to make it, you're flowing with confidence, and you believe that you can conquer the world. And when you lose... It feels like the world has crashed down on you. That the weight of the world is overwhelming. And guess what? 
That's how the playoffs feel. After every loss in the playoffs, you're asking big and small questions of yourself. The weight of those games is real. Just as the weight of these games, not again, maybe not to the extent a playoff game would be, but the weight of these games feels real. And really the only task the Magic have at this point is to find a way to win. Orlando knows that they have to do things better. They know that their defense isn't playing at the level that it played at a month ago when they made this real push to get into the postseason. They know they still have work to do. They still have things that they have to develop and build to get where they want to be. They're not there yet. And they're still struggling to get there. But in the meantime, you got to follow the one of my favorite Stan Van Gundyisms. You got to win. You got to learn lessons while winning. You can't take a loss at these points. You got to do whatever you can, whatever you have to on that night to be better than the other team. You have to find a way. And Orlando, for the last week, week and a half, is finding a way. Digging down deep and and playing the way they need to play long enough to get themselves a win. Outside of those two losses to Detroit and to Toronto, the Magic have scratched and clawed their way to victory. They found a way to get the job done. And that's put them back in the prime position to make up the playoffs. The realization, of course, is the next game is the most important game. That a victory Wednesday against New York means nothing if you go and lose to Atlanta in the final home game of the season. It means nothing if you don't back that win up and give yourself a little cushion to play with in this playoff race, which the Magic very realistically could do on Friday night. That's the pressure the playoffs bring. And the playoffs, as I've said before, are already here for the Orlando Magic. And now it's just about finding ways to win over and over and over again. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at Locked on Magic and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast and listening device, including the Himalaya app. Great, great new app that helps curate podcasts for you, delivers podcast playlists to your device automatically. Definitely check out Himalaya for, uh, for Locked on Magic as well as the rest of the Locked on Podcast Network. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Follow me on Twitter there at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Ross and Wright. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.